Hello, my friend. Welcome to this episode on the My Dear Christian podcast. I'm Victoria and I am your host. Before we dig into today's topic, I want to bring to your attention that for some reason, Instagram didn't allow me to post content on the IG account of uh, this podcast that is at My Dear Christian. So it kept happening that whenever I put up a post, Instagram would delete it. And so with several tries, I had to deactivate the account. So to get content about My Dear Christian, you go to my personal account, Victoria underscore Ekene. Ekene is spelled E-K-E-N-E, Victoria underscore Ekene. Um, So daily I upload letters, quote unquote, um, with scripture verses. So head over to the account, be inspired, be blessed, and do follow. That being said, today we'll be looking at the one invaluable thing needed for a remarkable 2022. What is it? It is intimacy with Christ. Intimacy with Christ. Intimacy with Christ is the foundation of your Christian walk. So what is intimacy? It is that closeness you have with someone else who knows, who understands, who loves you. I once heard a person define intimacy as into me see. There's a depth, there's a richness to an intimate relationship. More often than not, when we hear intimacy, we think of uh, a romantic or sexual kind of relationship. While this isn't wrong, that's just one of its definitions. If you look at the several meanings of intimacy, intimacy goes beyond that. It means much more than that. It is that loving, that deep relationship we have with our family, with our friends, where we know, we know that we are appreciated, we are welcomed, we are understood, we are loved. So intimacy with Christ is that loving relationship, that closeness, that you enjoy with Christ because you know that you are fully known, you're perfectly loved by him. And by the way, no other person can know us fully as Christ. He knows things that are in the depths of our heart, things that you don't voice out, things that you don't tell any other person, even your bestest of friends, things that you don't tell your family, God knows. He knows your frailties, your weaknesses, your idiosyncrasies. He knows every single thing about you. And yet he loves you perfectly. He loves you fully. He loves you unconditionally. I like to read Psalm 139 from verse 1 to 18. Here we see David declare beautiful, beautiful words. Talking about uh, his relationship with God. Psalm 139, 1-18. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before your word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before. 
and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will, will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you, the night will shine like day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to, were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Whew, isn't that beautiful? So um, the best, best representation of human love is still not a match. Still not a match for God's love for you. It's not a match. You have a heavenly father that loves you so, so much. I really don't, I really don't know how else to put it, but Paul did. Paul put it in a, in a light that is remarkable. And we see that in Romans 8. Romans 8. From verse 35. And here Paul says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? I go down now to 38. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any past, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Did you hear that? Paul says, I am convinced, I want you to be convinced that neither death nor life, Neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any past, neither height nor depth nor anything else nor creation will be able to separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus your Lord. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. And this is the God, it is, this is the Father calling you into that intimate relationship with Him. There's something... I heard a pastor say, he said, how much closer can someone get than one already living on the inside of you? How much closer can a person get than one already living on the inside of you? Think about that. How much closer can God get to you? He lives right on the inside of you. He has promised to never leave nor forsake you. He says is your ever-present help in times of trouble. He has assured you of his love. All you need to do is to be conscious of it 
to acknowledge you, to enjoy that love and to nurture your relationship with Christ. Nurture your relationship with Christ. So how do you do this? How do you nurture that relationship? Every relationship that you see blooming, that you see um, being beautiful, was, has work been put into it, right? It's not by accident. It just didn't happen. Work went into making that relationship beautiful. So I have here five things, and I'll just list them. In the next episode, um, we'll talk a bit about each of them. One is to heighten your consciousness of God's presence with you. Two is to study the word. Three is to pray. Four is to guard your heart. Five is to lean into his law. Lean into his law. So I'll conclude with saying that because God loves you so much, he wants the absolute best for you. Yield to him and see your life blossom. Yield to God and see your life bloom. Life will be so rich, so rich, so rich once the relationship with God is, what's the word, is your priority. And that's it for this episode. Did it bless you? Please share with your friend, your family, and someone that you think might need this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. God bless you. Bye for now.